that's what it's all about is making a connection with another person and feeling good about yourself and representing uh, something that you're passionate about. So, But to go and to be able to transform into this different person that's not, uh, you know, necessarily a mom of three kids mm-hmm. cleaning up spills and getting, it, it's just, it, it's escaping. Right. favorite boy band <laughs> hey guys what's your favorite oh i didn't know you were recording <laughs> hey guys welcome to cosplaying cocktails this is Paige, and this is jesse and uh today's episode is gonna be um a 20 questions with uh well i'm gonna start by asking jesse 20 questions uh that are basically all cosplay and uh convention Related, so are we going to talk about what we're drinking? Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Cocktail that was our cor- one cocktail corner. Our one uh, listener request was that we talk more about oh, what we were drinking. Several requests. <laughs> several requests. What are you drinking today, Jesse? It's Chardonnay. Yeah. Uh, Crane wife. Crane wife. I don't that's think that's not right, what it's called. That's, that's a Decemberist song. <laughs> I'm happy to give the Decemberists free advertising though. Uh, and I'm drinking my classy uh, Natter Days again. So. Uh, I feel like it might be Natter Days every episode for you. Well, this is just what I have in my fridge right now. That's true. I'm, I'm going to get some more um, of the cinnamon-flavored uh, malt beverage, beverage that <laughs> we drank uh, last weekend. And uh, um, we're I'm out, going though. to endeavor, as we if we continue doing the podcast, uh-huh. to start making us an actual cocktail. Ooh. That's gonna be my as we hope. Are you gonna grow. name them? Give no, them I meant like a, like Manhattan or an old fashioned. Or oh, I thought you were gonna make not like, like oh girl. I thought you were gonna get no. really really fancy. I guess I could, but it's gonna be like okay. okay. Well, you can make normal cocktails, but you have to give them geeky names. Okay, so like the Manhattan is like uh, New New York. What's the Doctor Manhattan in uh, Watchmen? Right, Doctor Manhattan. No, I don't know. That's a Jericho thing, not a Page thing. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be the Doctor Manhattan, Manhattan. Yeah. Or I, it'll be the Gotham instead of the. There Manhattan. you go. That's oh, a good yeah. one. Good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Uh, Since really, so far, we really haven't drank a cock like neat whiskey or whiskey on the rocks. I would not necessarily consider a cocktail. Not that it has to be cocktails. No. But, well, Listen, cocktails just sounds good with cosplay. That's true. So it's alliteration. Here we go. Alliteration sounds good. <laughs> um, yeah, you ready to get into it, or yeah. did you have anything else? No. All right, cool. All right, Drink so Chardonnay. The end. Drinking something. Um, we also have uh, Lord of the Rings, the two towers playing in the background. So if you hear Jesse go on a rant about uh, characters, or yeah, I already have. That'll probably be edited in at this point. <laughs> edited somewhere. <laughs> That's what's going on. So, is get yourself to the Gray Havens. It's fucking rough out here. <laughs> don't give up the Gray Havens for a man. I don't care how dreamy you think his beard is. He's got a dreamy beard. Some luscious locks. Darwin's an idiot. All of Rohan. I like her fine. She's holding down all of Rohan. She just doesn't have as pretty of a dress. Because she true. has to be out there doing actual work. Because she doesn't have the opportunity to go to the Grey Havens. Some of us don't get the Grey Havens. Some of us have to be out here in the shit, making sure things get done. Put a 
doing the real work in. Some of us don't have a dreamy beard to help us do stuff. We just have our idiot brother. That's me. <laughs> and that's Eowyn. <laughs> and that's Jay. Alright, so question number one. Uh, what is your favorite cocktail for a con? Oh, so at cons, normally there's two kinds of alcohol we consume at a convention. My favorite cocktail in general is a Manhattan, as you know. Uh, I feel like it's really classic. It's a whiskey-based cocktail. I'm a whiskey drinker. Um, so <clears throat> that's generally my go-to cocktail. But at a convention, there are usually two go-to forms of alcohol that we'll have. And that is first form is a flask that we filled in the hotel room. Uh, because that's the cheapest. Right. So generally in there is some kind of very cheap, uh, you know, vodka, flavored vodka, flavored whiskey, something like that. Not really a cocktail, but that tends to be something we'll drink at a party. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cocktail was in, uh, in, in, just for reference, was in quotations. <laughs> and the other thing that we'll drink, especially at Dragon Con, is a lot of times restaurants will have like a fun themed fandom cocktail like you know the kingslayer right. or you know the mind Flayer. which is what i'm expecting you to start producing for every episode right well like i said we'll see it will probably be it'll it'll just be a manhattan every week <laughs> great and then i'll just think of a different fandom name Put some to call food coloring it. in it and tell me it's well, something different because a manhattan's a pretty dark drink to begin with listen but. i don't know how things work mm. yeah so those are my two go-tos and generally i'll just, so if i pick like a fun you know I, we kind of buy into the tourism or whatever of con like well, if you follow us on social media personally, you would have seen last year that we had what we called Corgi Gorgles, which were the themed fandom desserts. There was like a TIE Fighter chocolate mousse and a dragon right. egg. Yeah, we do um, We do a thing on social media on Instagram. Well, I do. Um, and I'm sure we'll start posting it on our uh, cosplaying cocktails group as well um, on Instagram and Facebook. But we do a um, What's My Stack, which is a Chris Pratt started right, video. Yeah, we have to give him credit. He started it and we saw his videos and it was just, um, I think he was on a diet. Uh, or had, Jurassic Park. Yeah, or he had yeah. very specific food he was eating and it, it, eating and it was labeled and, and he would do funny videos of, of whatever it was and would describe it and then eat it. And they were funny. We enjoyed them. And so we started doing What's My Snack. And it's something that we have enjoyed doing and we right. think people think are funny for the most part. So um, so Corgi Gorgles have been our What's My Snack. At, yeah. We uh, call them that because the first one that we tried to get a few years ago was a Demigorgon from uh, D&D originally and then more recently Stranger Things. But uh, we never did get it. And then probably after a few cocktails, we I stirred it. We could not say Demogorgon anymore. So it became Corgi Gorgon and then eventually Corgi Gorgle. So now if you're, you, well, that pro- word will probably be referenced. I think we've used it on social media before. Oh, for sure. I have for sure. Um, so if you're wondering what that is, it's just a <laughs> themed fandom food or drink that we are after at a convention. And Dragon Con has a ton of them. So uh, yeah, so that tends to be my go-to if we're at, I really don't, I, you know, I can get a Manhattan, not anywhere. Yeah. It is, it, since I think it's a little bit older cocktail, it is sometimes more hard to find than like a Cosmopolitan yeah. or something like that, but. We generally like like a clear vodka, uh, flavored vodka or something right. in a water bottle because it's a little bit less conspicuous. Well, and, and because a lot of us go, not mm-hmm. everyone's a whiskey drinker. Right. So if we're, it's something that we're going to be passing around between three or four of us, you know. Yep. So this might be a good time to mention since we talk about cocktails so much that we're not driving. 
we're responsible. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> we are generally um, in the hotel that we are staying We don't in. drive once we get to DragonCon yeah. ever. So. so, yeah, the car never... We, and we didn't drive at all. Last year, DragonCon, we flew. So. We didn't get it, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, just a little public service announcement, you know, to We're be responsible, responsible adults, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. Okay, so question number two: What is one thing you never go to a con without that might surprise people? Oh, that might surprise people. Whenever you're asking me, I was like, "Oh, there's a bunch I never go to yeah. that might surprise people." Um, I don't know. A sharpie, maybe. I like to take a sharpie. My pocket knife. There you go. Is that? I don't. It wouldn't surprise people that know me. <laughs> That I go, I take a knife everywhere. Uh, one of my friends, uh, famously, I accidentally took my knife to the Liberty Bell, which you're not really supposed to do. Uh, and so she constantly brings that up. So that probably wouldn't be surprising to people who know me. Um, uh, yeah, that's really the only thing. I think my, my knife, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I take... You can come back to it if you think yeah, of something. Yeah, I think of something, but my knife or... Like, I take a glue gun, but I mentioned that previously. Mm-hmm. Um, super glue, usually hair ties. Uh, I don't think any of it's really surprising. Um, the number of lipsticks I take would surprise a lot of people because <laughs> for Dragon Con's a four-day convention, we may have five or six cosplays total, and I... It struggle to keep it to 18 to 20 lipsticks. Yeah, she, needs, to take. she needs a lot of choices. Usually four, five, six eyeshadow palettes. So I guess the amount of makeup, to again, to anyone who didn't stay in our hotel room the past few years, right. that might be shocking to people. Because it's, I mean, objectively more than I need. Right. So. Okay, next question. Um, what is your favorite part of cosplaying? Oh, um... I I guess generally, I'm going to give a general answer and then a more specific answer. Okay. That makes sense. It will when I answer, I guess. <laughs> so generally, it's the connections you make with other people. Like, the confidence is a lot of it. I feel like it gives me more confidence. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that confidence comes from that connections with other people. Especially for someone who is a lot more, I wouldn't say I'm shy, but introverted, introverted mm-hmm. and socially awkward and uh, don't, don't like talking to people, don't, you know. So the connections you make with other people, especially like if someone who you like see it in their eyes before they even say anything to you, like they get so excited mm-hmm. when they see you. So like knowing that and like knowing that you like made someone's day better knowing that you or like made someone's con better right especially if you do cosplay a more obscure character and someone's seeing like oh my gosh there's this character that nobody you know Mm -hmm. none of my friends know like that's how i am with being puppy cat a lot because being puppy cat is like one of the things i love more than anything else and none of you guys are really into it none of my friends are really which is completely fine obviously fine but so when you see someone else right, that shares right, that right right when you, so when you see someone and a lot of people I think are like that at cons like they don't have every, anyone in their everyday life and to my so that's my general answer more specifically especially if it's a kid like a little kid seeing you in costume mm-hmm. and getting so excited like um when little girls would see you in your bell right. cosplay uh, that was the best or one felt year, like a right. legit disney princess right or one year i cosplayed this was before you went to dragon con with us mm-hmm. i cosplayed i just dressed as a tardis so i wore my tardis dress and i had like a little tardis headpiece a little tardis shoes and a tardis bag and we were on the street 
in line for a panel and a little girl walked by and she was like, oh, and she put her and I, she was like tearing up and her mom was like, can we please get a picture? Mm. And so just like those, like knowing like how much that meant to that, even for just that moment, how much that meant to that kid. And like, or last year when that little boy saw me dressed as Captain America and he saw my shield and he came up and he was like, Cap! Yeah. Like. Tried to steal your shield from you. (laughs) Like just like little things like that. Or like people, people that aren't even into conventions don't know anything about it and see you on the street and come up and want a picture with you and talk to mm-hmm. you, which happens to us so much now. Right. Like, people that are on vacation in Atlanta. They're like, and we they, just are here taking pictures of all right, these cosplayers. Right. Like, like, just, like, seeing, like, people, <laughs> like, making people smile. Like, right. it sounds cheesy. No, it's especially not. Especially for me when I'm, like, such a... I hate grouch, everything and everyone. Right? <laughs> like, a morose person. I'm not, I don't know that I'm morose. But anyway, like, you know, I like to... I think I'm... Uh, like to think that I'm more of, of a, a badass right than you actually are. Badass than I actually am. But like, yeah, just like making making a stranger smile, like making someone's day better, right. makes your day better through that. And you know, when that happens, you know, it, some days at Dragon Con that may happen thirty, forty, fifty plus times. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's just very rewarding making yeah. those connections with people because that doesn't happen. In your everyday life. No. You know, you don't make, like, a genuine... It's very rare that you make, like, a genuine positive connection with a stranger right. like that. So, it's just, you know, fleeting connection with other humans. Like, I think that's a really important thing for, you know, humanity to keep going. Absolutely. It's me getting deep there. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. What's your least favorite part of cosplaying? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Cosplay can be very frustrating uh, when you try something on. I posted this on my social media this past year. I'll go through stages with cosplay. Like, I'll try something on, and I'm like, this looks horrible. Mm -hmm. I feel like I cannot wear this. It looks so bad. So, like, moments like that or, like, realizing how much money (laughs) or trying to save the Mm -hmm. money for it. And then sometimes I feel like, May, not anyone in my life per se or not anyone close in my life but I feel like there's this like well that's not something you should be spending because people can we don't spend thousands of dollars but oh we gosh, spend no. hundreds no, we of spend, dollars yeah, yeah we, we we spent thousands of dollars over like I for sure spent oh for sure thousands of dollars in the course of my almost 10 years cosplay and so you think like oh, I'm spending so much money on this mm-hmm. like and I'm gonna wear it probably one day right. really but for me it's always worth it like so it's hard to pick a bad thing. And like, you know, there is a lot of frustration like when you work for hours on something and then you look at it and you're like, oh, I think this looks terrible. Right. And then you don't know what to do. You don't know how to fix it. You And you don't want to spend another $100 to try to buy something on Etsy or have commission a piece from someone. So there definitely are frustrations which aren't. But then, if anything, I think that makes it more rewarding when you get the whole cosplay put together and you see those pictures or you see those people's faces. You're like, what was worth all the frustration? And so, those are my least favorite parts is like the... Or like some, they they can be uncomfortable sometimes. Like, we always try... This is another thing, just a little tidbit. If you're listening to this and you're wanting to get into cosplay, something that I would definitely recommend doing, which we didn't do our early years and we do try to do now, is try on your cosplay walk around in it a little bit because something that you try on for three seconds to take a picture and send your friend and say, how does this look? 
may get very quickly uncomfortable. Because yep, that's definitely happened to both of us. Last year, to uh, me. Right. To where it's fine for a 30 minutes or an hour. So, like, try to. And it's hard because you get And your, sometimes you're just uncomfortable. Like, sometimes, right. like, it doesn't matter what you do. Right. And, I mean, especially, like, Atlanta. Like, <coughs> Atlanta, Labor Day, if you go to Dragon Con, it's hot. Right. And you could be out there in a tank top and booty shorts and you're going to be hot. You could be out there naked and you'd be hot. Right. Don't go to Dragon Con naked. You will get kicked out. Just um, put some pasties on and, like, right. paint your, you know. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> I wish that the people listening could have seen the hand motion you did for paint your, you know. Uh, it was a painting of the genitals motion there. Uh, but, you know, you see, so part of that is cr- true. Like, you'll be uncomfortable. And there's so many people at Dragon Con that right. you're going to be smushed in. <laughs> so there's some level of discomfort, even if you didn't cosplay at all. But, like... Uh, the, like, things that, or, like, something breaking at cons, always a huge bummer, like, something not working, and then you're like, oh, I don't, like, what am I gonna do? Like, yeah. so those are, but, like, the, the, the cons, no pun intended, definitely are much, much less than the pros. Absolutely. I always think it's worth it. Like, there's never, there's, I don't think there's any cosplay I regret doing. There's what one? You're... Nothing. You think that was one? one of my questions. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why are you making... Well, we'll talk about... I'll elaborate on that then okay. with that question. All right, next question. Um, <laughs> uh, what's one thing for a cosplay that you wish you would have bought rather than made? Ooh. I don't know if there is anything. I'm pretty proud of everything I've made. Or would it... Not necessarily, like, because of how it turned out, but maybe difficulty-wise, like... What's the worst thing, like, the thing I hated the most... Maybe my Captain America corset last year. Really? I... I know it took a lot of layers of paint. It took a lot. And I kept... The problem was I'd accidentally get a tiny bit of red on the white and then have to go back and paint white (laughs) on top of it. And then I'd accidentally get a tiny bit of white on the red. And I painted my floor. Hopefully my landlord's not listening to this. I painted my floor so many times and then had to go get goo gone and be like, oh God, please come out. (laughs) So, uh, maybe that... Uh, that's the, it, it's, that's just the most recent yeah. one. I'm trying to think of other things I had a lot of, oh, it uh, was a cosplay that never came to cosplay. Oh my like, gosh. There are a couple, <laughs> co- like, so there's nothing that I actually ended up doing that I would have rather bought than made, okay. but that's two okay. things that I tried to make and were so much trouble that I didn't. And I would buy probably to do in and the future, or I would make it differently now that I have more experience were Lydia Dietz, my Lydia Dietz poncho. And, uh, I wish I didn't try to make it. Especially, I I didn't finish it until like five days before Dragon Con. That was the year I ended up doing Crow mm-hmm. last minute. And Crow turned out awesome. And that is a much less represented fandom in MST3K. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then your labyrinth wedding dress. Right, and the labyrinth dress. Because mm-hmm. that one I spent a lot of money yeah. on satin. Um, and You still have it. You can repurpose it, right? I don't still have it. Oh, I thought you still I threw it. it away when I moved out of Mount Vernon. Mm. Now people know where I live. <laughs> or where I used to live. Don't live in Mount Vernon anymore, stalkers. Sorry about you. <laughs> uh, Stalk- <laughs> I threw it away with, like, all the other, like, just a bunch of half-finished craft yeah. projects that I knew I was never going to finish. Right. I just dumped them. But, um, so I wish, <laughs> like, if I ever do Labyrinth, I probably will buy, just bite the bullet and buy, like, a $500 ball gown if I... You know, one day, like, when I get a little bit more financially stable, I get my house built and everything. I'll, Your hobbit house? Yeah. I'll spring for the money. So, <coughs> those, those were two things that I wish I hadn't, I just bought or I hadn't tried to make. Right. I was really excited about them. They just didn't work out. But right. 
Um, what's one thing for cosplay that you wish you would have made rather than bought? I wish I would have made. Again, that's hard to do because, like, there's stuff in early years that I bought that now I could make, but I couldn't make it then. The one thing I would say, I bought maybe my first Dragon Con. It was definitely a year before you went. I bought a crocheted brain slug from Futurama mm -hmm. that I wore with Leela. I'm like, now, it might have been my second year that I bought it. Um, well, it's my second year that I was Leela, so it's mm -hmm. my first year that I bought oh, okay. it. Okay. Um, now, I'm like a bomb-ass crocheter. Like, I'm a good crocheter. Not to, you know, hashtag crocheter. no Brad, but I'm a good crocheter. I'm a good knitter. Right. Um, so, I could pretty easily crochet that myself now. So, like, now, and I, but also, because I'm like, well, I spent so much money on that, and I could make it in, like, three hours or whatever. But, like, also, not at the time that I bought it. And B, I'm supporting a fellow right. fellow nerd, fellow con-goer, and a fellow crafter, like a fellow crocheter. And I know now how much work goes into that because, you know, people always think, like, oh, you're charging, you know, $30 for a plushie or whatever. But, you know, that probably time to, goes into it. Right, yeah. like, to do a, even a small, like, the very first thing I ever crocheted was my puppy cat. And I can't even tell you how many hours I put into right. that. So that's, like I said, I don't, I wouldn't say necessarily that I wish I had made it instead of buying it. Cause like I said, I'm glad I supported right. that person but and I couldn't have made it at the time, but like now I'm like, well, I could make a hundred of these. I have made brain slugs to yeah. sell. So, uh, I'm like, well, yeah. So there's nothing like, but there's nothing that I can think of that. Maybe my Captain America dress last year, too. Because it was a pretty simple dress. I probably could have made it. But it was also very cheap. So. Oh, yeah. Just I try your, to live a nowhere Your dress that you life. wore underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is Now we get to the one that you've already spoiled. Is there any <laughs> cosplay you regret doing? Yeah, you should have mentioned something. She was making quite the face when I... A cosplay I regret I was making doing. a very damn it face. There are cosplays I regret doing the way that I did. Okay. So, That's... I regret... My Poison Ivy, I don't love the leggings I wore with it, and they ended up ruined anyway, so they got in the trash can, and that was one of the ones that I didn't wear long enough at my house. I only wore it for like half an hour, an hour. Yeah, but in your defense, the part that bothered you, I never would have thought of. Well, I was worried about it a little bit, but I didn't, like, I was like, ah, it didn't bother me wearing right. it at home, but I only, like... It was, for those of you who did not go to DragonCon with us that so, year. All of you, but. <laughs> it was a, um, like a corset dress, a satin corset dress, but it had a glitter mesh overlay mm -hmm. on it. And the overlay was only on the outside except for around the top edge. And where the mesh was around the top edge, it rubbed my sides really bad. Mm -hmm. So it was very uncomfortable. So like, yeah. I regret not. Taking to the point where she ended up, I was Catwoman that day. Right. She took my Catwoman gloves and In stuck fairness, them. she gave me her Catwoman gloves. Because <laughs> the gloves, it's really annoying to wear gloves. Yeah, yeah. because I take a lot of pictures at con. And, and you I can't, can't use the bathroom, yeah. you can't eat. Yeah. So it's annoying to wear gloves. Right. Um, so she was like, well, I'm not going to wear these anyway. So I shoved them down in the sides of my <laughs> cosplay. To have a barrier between I let her mesh. keep them after that. I don't, I don't still have them. I don't know what happened to them. Um, so I regret not like putting a panel or something in there to do that. But I like 
those pictures are some of the pretty, like, you know, they're, yeah. it's a, it was a beautiful cosplay. Yeah, I love and this cosplay. And that was another one that, like, just random people, like Uber drivers, mm-hmm. that, that year our Uber driver was like, oh my God, when we got We had to Uber, get out and take a picture right? with She was them. so excited, like, you know, just like. To make an Uber driver's day, like, they're just at work. And like, the maids. You know? And, right, the the housekeepers. Mm-hmm. The housekeeper is at our hotel. Is we, maids not politically correct? I don't know. Okay. Housekeepers Sorry. is their official. I don't think that they'd be offended okay. by... Sorry if you are. I don't think that's a slur. It's I not like know. sex workers we and prostitutes. Get, I, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> by we, I mean Why? Because she said prostitute. You know well, I'm saying like that's not the per- correct right. word. I was just saying like I know I you're not know. supposed to I say that. I don't know. Housekeepers is their official. Okay. Title. I think it's more like flight attendant and air hostess. Or okay. Flight attendant I don't want to offend you. But the housekeepers, uh, when we uh, walked out, were like, "Oh, they were so happy!" And they're like, "Can we please take a picture?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah," you know, like. So that goes back to like making a person's day, making a person's smile, like because they were both at work, right. you know. Uh, and they weren't expecting. And that year we were. And they didn't like, even know who we were. They were right? like, I don't. We think don't know. Knew, right? They didn't know that we were Batman villains. So like, I still think it was worth it. I don't regret yeah. doing it. I wish that I had done it in a way that was more comfortable. I wish I had worn my Hades from last year more to know how badly it was going to slip down. <laughs> to know I was going <laughs> to. To know that eventually you'd be almost topless. Right. Being like. <laughs> holding myself in all night I so like things like that I wish that I would have done differently but there's no character that I picked that I regret like you know I don't think I did anything like there are definitely cosplays that I like better than others Mm -hmm. there are ones that were more worth it than others but there's not one that I've done that I don't like Mm -hmm. and that isn't important to me and that I regret doing cool okay um what is one material or technique you want to use on a cosplay that you haven't yet? Warbla. Didn't even have to think about it. I didn't even have to think about it, Warbla, for yeah. sure. Uh, Warbla. Do you have those... anything like in your, well, after you explain what it is, uh, is there anything you have like in mind that you'd like to use? Yeah. Okay. So Warbla, for those of you that don't know, is a thermoplastic. It's a plastic that is hard and rigid when it's cool or room temperature but you heat it up and you can bend it and shape it so it's so uh, cool and so like versatile and really a lot like professional cosplayers use it a ton we have not Um, gotten to i have used samples of warbler Mm -hmm. i have thermoplastic that's not warbler that's a little bit different that i've used for cosplays before um uh, but Warbler I would like to use, and it's used generally for armor, things like mm-hmm. that. So I would like to use it to try to build, probably, if I used Warbler, I would use it for Rat Queens armor, Ooh, yeah. Violet for Rat Queens, but, um, or like Skyrim armor. Uh, I would like to do armor eventually, or Mandalorian armor. That's what I was going to say. Part of me, so I keep going back and forth. We've talked about this before, but, you know, no one on the podcast knows all of our thousands of conversations. Right. Um, I keep going back and forth with armor because I it's it, I think it'd be really fun to build. It's a nice challenge because we have done so many cosplays now that I'm like... We want to keep expanding. Right, armor's a new, new technique. I think it'd be really fun to build, but being a plus-size individual... I just don't know how armor is going to look on my body, mm-hmm. how it's going to work on my body. So, and boobs, they're also boobs are also a challenge, right? I would having imagine. I've got I'm pretty chesty gal, so <laughs> yeah, we both are, um, right? So 
how that's going to work. <laughs> Hashtag no brag. That was stupid. Right. God. No, no. I mean, like, that's not a brag. Like, right. Only, like, a 12... 12- Pretty chesty. Well, a twelve-year-old girl with or twelve-year-old right. boy, like like a twelve-year-old middle school boy, would be like, oh my god, boobs. But like, no woman listening to this podcast thinks that's a like any woman. They're like, oh, poor girl, right? Or like, you know, like it just is what it is. Right. Like this is the cards we've been dealt in life. Okay. Uh, next question is, uh, what is the most random material or object you've used for a cosplay? Oh, there's so many. I know. That's, that's why I was excited about this And that's one. one of my favorite. That is because there's so many, like, that's one of my favorite parts about cosplay is That was seeing... already a question, and you did not use this as a answer, so. Thank God that I didn't. I mean, yeah, I would have been mad. Um, that I didn't ruin all of, all the, questions of the questions earlier. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite things is, like, seeing something at the Dollar Tree or seeing something in your house that you already own and using it for um a cosplay like seems mm-hmm. like that kind of looks like such and such thing from such and such costume so the laundry basket for crows mm, and yeah. backsplash whatever you want to call it the thing crow t robot from mystery science theater 3000 he's a little gold robot and on his head Instead of hair, because he's a robot, obviously, he has kind of like a satellite dish looking mm-hmm. thing behind him yeah. that's like mesh. I think it's really like a racquetball racket or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, or like a lacrosse thing. So but it, it does look like an as Well, they use, is... to build the robots on that show, this is an aside, but they use like everyday household materials oh. they had to build the robots from that show. So I think it is like something like that. But I used a $1 super cheap laundry basket from uh the dollar tree and not a sponsor and cut <laughs> it down and shaped it with like sandpaper and knives and painted it gold so that was one for sure um oh gosh i know there's other things uh i used a um like a ball shooter for my plasma gun for my steampunk fallouts. I used a bed sheet for my poncho mm-hmm. for indoor Leia. So there's a lot of ways that you can get creative. And yeah. a lot of times people will post their ideas online. So they're like, if you don't want to do this for, or when I made my Ray staff, I used to, I was Ray, so like the original Ray, the first movie was the, the first of the new Star Wars movie, Ray from Star Wars. Um, uh, the Only the first, so The Force Awakens uh-huh. had come out. And so I did that costume, her Jakku. Most recognizable right, now costume, even. Yeah. Um, where she has the staff. And I used PVC pipe and fittings that I got from... Uh, like Lowe's or yeah. some hardware store, and then I got hashtag not, not a sponsor. sponsor. And uh, I used for all the decorative pieces, I literally used junk from my junk drawer. So I had a bunch of old chargers for like phones I didn't have anymore, computer, and I used that to shape the pieces. And then the um, the strap that I had to wear it was the strap off of my briefcase and I put one of the fittings for the strap was a, an old mood ring and the other was an old keychain. Yeah. So there are a thousand ways that anything that you see that you're like in your house that you're not using that's junk. Like I said, your junk drawer is a good place to look at. 
Um, uh, what about your, um, this just pop, popped into my head, but your Thor cosplay, what did you use that was really random from that? Uh, the milk blitz? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so, for my Thor, if you guys are familiar with Thor from the Avengers movies or from the comic books, he has, where his cape is attached in the front, he has silver circles. I don't really know what they're supposed to be, like, epaulette type things that where the mm-hmm. cape attaches to the costume. And what I used for that was the lids of Happy Meal milk jug. <laughs> um, okay. What is the most ambitious cosplay you would like to do in the future? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, well, Shea Goreth is one that I might try to do this year. Uh, just because the fabric for the costume that I want to do is so specific mm-hmm. that I think it would be difficult to do... Um, uh, I think it'd be difficult to find that exact fabric or even a similar fabric to make it out of, uh, and making the Wabajack, <laughs> which I know you don't know what that is because you don't play the games, but, uh, that's pretty ambitious. I would like to maybe make Mandalorian armor one day. Uh, I just don't know how feasible it is. Uh, Angelica Houston's character from Captain EO. I don't know if she has a name or not. I think she's just like the Empress. Captain EO is like a 3D show with mm-hmm. Michael Jackson from the Disney parks from many, many years ago. <laughs> For those of you who have no clue what I'm talking about. Um, Sarah's ball gown. Mm-hmm. From, there are a million. Like if we had unlimited budget and unlimited time and unlimited skills, there are so many cosplays I'd like to do. Um... I, yeah, so many. I would, I, ambitious, like, there's, really, and sometimes you don't know how ambitious something is until right. you try to do it, and you find out this is not gonna work. Um, I would say probably Shea Gorth and Sarah are the two big ones. Top ones that come yeah. to your mind? <laughs> okay, um, what cosplay are you most proud of? Ooh, that's hard. Because I'm proud of them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud. Pick two. Pick two? Oh, no. I don't know if I can pick just two. It's so hard. It's like picking a favorite child. Because yeah. you do put so much of yourself mm-hmm. into them. Like, you put so much, like... Well, and you like them all for thought. different reasons, right, too. Right, right. You put so much thought and... Uh, my two... You can be more... I, I don't know. I think that having favorites most? and being more proud, like, of, proud. like, your word or your work. Your I would say... Work. Um... Probably, okay, the one I'm most proud of might be Thor. Yeah. Because, so I'm just going to say, to keep a concise answer, that it's Thor. Even though I love all my cosplays, I'm proud of all of them for different reasons. I love them all equally. Right. Well, I don't love them all equally, but... They're all my favorite children. I do, like, again, like, my like my death cosplay, even though I put very little work into it, mm-hmm. is always going to have a special place in my heart because... Absolutely. I did it first. And, like, having even the bravery to put on... Because it, it does take guts. Because mm-hmm. you're wearing a costume as an adult in public. A lot of times to stores and restaurants. Right. Because you're not just... on the streets. You're not just going to a convention. Like, you right. have to eat. And, like, yeah, there are places you can eat within a convention or, like, 
you know, within the radius very, very often. But we've been to cons where there haven't been food options or we've wanted or, to go have brunch before the con, and we've gone right. in, and we run into students, and we run, <laughs> we run into Jesse's former students. When yeah. I'm dressed as Cal Drogo and she's Daenerys, and right, and or the second year that we went to Dragon Con, you not that you went to Dragon Con, the second year mm-hmm. that I went to Dragon Con, my brother and I it was just the two of us. And we went out to eat, and this married couple started talking to us, and they're like, "What is all of this?" Right, because Dragon Con. It's such a huge thing, and right. they had, they just wanted to take their mom out to eat for her right. birthday. They had no idea, and they were like, what is go?" They're like, and who are you? And my brother's like, well, I'm Dark Phoenix from the X-Men comics, and I was like, and I'm B from Being Puppy Cat, and they're like, we don't know what that is. <laughs> and as the wife was talking to us, the husband was taking pictures of the wife talking to us oh my gosh and my brother said you know that we're like on his facebook page like look at marlene talking to the freaks (laughs) so maybe that one just because and i made that bra into armor which i think which was like the first thing you did that year for cosplay and so it took like that like seeing how much like armor it looked for the fact that it was one of my old bras with like sculpted foam and paint on it right like, that's one I'm pretty proud yeah, of. It was and, pretty great. And the, I, like, thinking, like, I'm going to buy this Burger King crown and paint it. And, like, the fact, like, just. <laughs> and it looked really good. Right. And I'm going to use Happy Meal. Because I love uh-huh. a Happy Meal. Like, there's no shame in a bean. She does love it's, a Happy Meal. It's the right amount of food for lunch at work. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's enough to, so you're not hungry anymore, but it's not such a McDonald's big deal. definitely does not sponsor no, us. No, but it's so that, like, if you're in a rush at work and you need something quick and easy and you don't know what to do, a McDonald's Happy Meal is a good thing because... First of all, you get a toy. You get a toy, and a lot of times it's a fandom-related toy. Yeah, Star is. Wars or, you know, and you get just enough food that you're full, but not so much food. Like, you're not super full and, like, groggy for the rest of the work day. There you go. It's terrible for you. It's not real food. We I don't, re- we don't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> but if, you you know, if it's between that or, like, some other fast food or, like, gas station food, Happy Meal all the way. And then you can use the milk lids. Well, not anymore because they changed their milk lids. Well, but um, Go back. Get in the TARDIS, go back in time, and get some milk lids. <laughs> get from, some old milk But pick, like, a really good time to go, like, for toys. You need to do some research. Right. Find a good toy. Halloween's usually a good toy the past couple years. Right. Mm. So, oh. uh, yeah, probably Thor, just because, like I said, that was <laughs> really out of the box for me. Um, mm-hmm. And... I was really worried. Or even Poison Ivy. Like, the more... like just Different from real life. Again, not that you need to show your body if you're not comfortable with it. But, like, becoming... Even, like, my just legs and my arms. Becoming more comfortable right? with and showing like, it. And, is, th- like, you know, it, it becoming... Becoming more comfortable with that. Because, like, I would... Ne- like, the things that you wear to con, you're like, I would never feel comfortable wearing that in my everyday life. So just the confidence that it gives you. Like, I'm proud of the confidence that I had to wear a costume. And feel as good as you did. Right in front of 85,000 people. Absolutely. And something that you've made from, Mm -hmm. you know, or, and Leia, I'm really proud of Leia too. That's Um, more. I know more than one. Anyway, I'm proud of all of them, but most proud probably Thor. All the rules. Like I said, everything considered, not taking a, like, not, I'm most proud of this specific thing or this specific thing. Everything considered, I'm probably most proud of Thor. Awesome. Okay. Other than cosplay, what is your favorite thing about conventions? Oh my gosh. Again, 
I love conventions so much, especially Dragon Con. Like, it is literally my favorite weekend of the year, so mm-hmm. it's really hard to pick just one. Were you putting that up so I couldn't read the other questions? I'm not going to cheat. <laughs> um, <laughs> favorite thing about... Um, oh, there's so many... The people, the other people that you meet, the other fans yeah. that you meet. Uh, some of them, you know, it, not that every interaction is necessarily positive, but, like, honestly, it's... We haven't There's, had many a bad. No, we really, really haven't. And <laughs> just like people that you would never meet otherwise, even like I said, even if you just talk to them for five minutes right. in line and the just everyone's excited to be there. Everyone has something that they love that they're passionate about that's brought them there or multiple things that they love and they're passionate that mm-hmm. brought, has brought them there. And like I said, generally there are things that they may not get to express a lot in their everyday. Like, you know, for some people that Dragon Cons are only con, that may be the only weekend a year where they really feel like they're truly themselves. So interacting with the, especially again for me, who's someone who's not necessarily outgoing socially, Mm -hmm. um, doesn't go up and just talk to random people, you know, doesn't, you know, isn't super great at making new friends or whatever. You know, the people that you meet, the the things that you see, the, you know, everybody, you know, just like random, the spontaneity of it. Like mm-hmm. random sing-alongs that break right. out in line or, you know, random. And, and the camaraderie, like we talked about in either a first or second episode, I don't know. Um, you know, oh no, my cosplay broke and there are... Five people in line are like, how can I help? Yeah. Or... We have this. Hold on. We have this. Right. What do you need? Or like, oh no, like my kid's diabetic and he needs... Well, like you did that before Mm -hmm. there was a kid. Yeah, that was was at a a Wizard World Uh and I was in line to meet Nathan Fillion at a a photo op and um, there there was a girl, like a my-aged girl, and uh, she started talking to the people in front of us about not feeling well and she mentioned that she like her blood sugar was low and I had I'm a mom <laughs> so I am also Jesse's mom right? at con <laughs> so I have to bring her snacks um and I had snacks for myself too but so I, I was have like, no problem admitting that I get hangry yeah so it's a pretty much all my friends will constantly have a Jesse snack right so I don't but but I had some for me as well but so I was like oh here like I have this 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 and this and I, I can't remember what it was she took um but she took something and she was like oh my gosh thank you so much like that saved me Cause- again there's always bad people at any anywhere like mm-hmm. it's just an unfortunate part of humanity that there are bad people in the world right but Overall, it's just such a positive experience with such good people. Like, the community as a whole is so good and so, like, I know online there's, like, a lot of hate around things, but we've never been to a convention where the overall vibe or the overall, uh, you know, spirit of the people there wasn't so welcoming and so open to, like, you know, we're all here because we don't get this you know people in our everyday lives don't get this right and you know even if it's not your thing you you appreciate that like you know i'm not into anime but i appreciate your costume the work that went into it and i appreciate that not nobody else gets it right it's yeah so besides cosplay the community right the community of it like you really do feel like it's you know your people like 
If I had a nickel for every time at Dragon Con, something... We just look at each other right. and go, I love <laughs> Dragon Con, right? Like, you just see, like, such a, like, a little nice interaction or, or someone just does like, something nice for or you. Or just the vibe in the room or whatever. Right, or just people, like, you know, people putting you walk, their... You walk down the road... And there's just dance parties happening right. and people in costume and we're like, yes. Right. Or people handing out little, like, how many people handed us, like, candy or, you know, little, like, like, little, like, we found notes that were just like, you deserve to be loved or, you know, just like a nice little I note. I thought you were going to say how many times did we walk around and, like, people offer me shots out of super soakers. That's a different episode. That's a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the one? Chris? No, but do you want some tequila? Yes, I do. Oh, no. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's the start of a whole different episode. Whoopsie. <laughs> okay, next question. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I lost my place. If you had to choose, would you rather have buffet <gasps> breakfast or a la carte? <laughs> no one else is going to get that question. I don't know. A la carte, 100%. Always a la carte <laughs> breakfast. Care. I had to put a it in there. breakfast. <laughs> brought me so much joy <laughs> it was you know the world's worst uh, interview interview question and i just wanted to put it yeah, in there we had a long discussion that that's the worst <laughs> world's worst interview question so but we both agreed a la carte is the correct answer yeah so okay that's that's oh, God, all dude, i'm glad you put it like right in the middle <laughs> oh, okay we're back all right get your shit together all right What's top priority when picking a hotel for a convention? Oh, for any convention or for Dragon Con? split it up. So, it's completely different for Dragon Con than it is for other conventions. So, that's why. So, I'll do for other conventions first and then for Dragon Con. You do you. That's what I'm going to do. So, for other conventions, top priority. I wouldn't say there's one specific thing. We want to... We want to have a nice mix of, for, well, top priority is safety. You don't want to be in a bad part of town. You don't want to be in some place where your stuff is going to get stolen. Or you have to or, worry about bed bugs. <laughs> right, or bed bugs. So top priority is safety. Next priority is probably affordability. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, if we're, especially if we're not planning on going to any parties or anything afterwards. Uh, or if it's pretty cheap to take an Uber anywhere in the city, like the size of the city depends too. Um, and how close is it to the con? That's for other conventions besides Dragon Con. How close it is is really less, I think. For right. Me. Because we right, don't. Because we stay a little further away. Yeah. And we Uber or we or we park <coughs> well, at the convention and drive back to the hotel. Right. And Dragon Con is unique in that it's a twenty four seven con. To my knowledge, it's the only not twenty four seven. I guess twenty four four. Yeah. Day, like all weekend, from the time it starts on now, like Wednesday, Wednesday night, right? to Monday afternoon, it is a twenty four hour con. So soon it will be twenty four seven. It will be a full right. week of. Uh, so it's a little bit different in that we have no idea when we may be leaving the con. The other cons we go to, you know, they end at 8.30 p.m. or whatever. So we know. And sometimes there's an after party, but honestly, most of the time they're lame. Right. So we don't always know, like, you know, then it's less of an issue being close because we're like, well, if it gets over 8.30, we can take, even if it takes half an hour to Uber away from it. At Dragon Con, now, for us, the priority is getting a host hotel. Yeah. So, a hotel that... So, yeah, explain what that is. So, a host hotel, for those of you who don't know, um, some conventions take place completely in a convention center. So, there aren't 
host hotels. Uh, but at Dragon Con, Dragon Con takes place mostly, mostly within hotels, not at one big convention center. So it'll be in the ballrooms and the meeting rooms of hotels. Specifically, one, two, three, four, five <laughs> hotels in downtown Atlanta, and then uh, and there's some additional buildings as well. Right. Um, and the, so as it's grown, they just need more space. Uh, so the five hotels that the panels and parties and events are in are called host hotels. And they're all really, really close to each other. Three of them are connected by Habitrails, a sky bridge. So it's been our priority the past few years to get into one of those. We tried it last year for the first time, and we loved it. Yep, it was so, the best. So um, now that's the number one priority uh, is trying to get into a host hotel. It just made it so much easier mm -hmm. for us to get around. We got to sleep in. We are late-night con-goers at Dragon Con. Uh, there's a thousand different ways to do Dragon Con. Again, probably a future episode. But we sometimes will stay out till 2, 3, 4 in the morning. Mm -hmm. So being able to sleep in and not still not miss things the next day. You know, not having... when The first few years that we went, we stayed far enough out that we had maybe an hour commute into the con. So getting that extra hour for sleep. Or now that we've got much more elaborate cosplays, the mm -hmm. extra hour for doing more makeup or doing more piecing together your cosplay. Right. And like up. you said, like this will probably be a separate episode, but like we went back at least once last year right. and changed right. or, out of our cosplays to go to parties. Or I realized my corset was on upside down. Oh my so gosh. Yes. We had to go back. We, we didn't have to, but when we were back, I went ahead and switched that. So right. <clears throat> that's a priority for us now. Uh, is getting host hotel or as close as possible to the convention because you do a that saves on transportation fees. Well, it's just like you feel more immersed in the right. con, right? And it was just yeah, it was really really nice. Uh, you quit still... talking about Dragon Con because you're going to ruin more questions. So. Okay, quit talking about Dragon Con. Shut up. Okay, okay. Um, what's the hardest part of putting a cosplay together for you? Oh, hardest part. Um, <clears throat> the hardest part that, like, there's always unexpected hard parts that you don't, mm -hmm. like, things, like you said, things Come that are up. like, this is how I'm going to do it, and then it doesn't work out. Right. That you have to, but honestly, probably the hardest part is just picking them yeah. for me. Um, I still don't have all of them picked for Dragon Con this year. Yeah. Um, which it's still, you know, almost, <gasps> it's Labor Day weekend. I, you have yours picked, so don't stress. Uh, but you know, because you do have, there's so many ideas that you have and now that we do group cosplays, right, like that, that, goes group cosplays that goes into it and you're like, okay, well I want to do this, but I don't know if I want to do it this year mm -hmm. and I want to do this, but like, can I make the warbler work or can right. I make, you know, uh, so honestly I think picking it, yeah. just picking Especially for Dragon Con where we cosplay. Like, you know, most of the smaller conventions we go to, we may cosplay two days mm -hmm. at most. I was going to say. I don't right. think we've ever been to a smaller convention where I've cosplayed more than two days. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Um, so one or two days at a smaller convention, one day at like a Ren Fair or something mm -hmm. like that. But at Dragon Con, we're taking five, six cosplays mm -hmm. minimum. Yeah. So picking what, you know, what... I want to do that's realistic and you well, know. and you really have to think about like 
okay, I've got this one that's like a lot of work. Now I have to pick some right. that aren't going to be so time intensive. Right. That's an excellent point because you don't want, especially if you don't decide on it until like 100 days out, you don't want five that have 20 new techniques right. that you are going to have to try to learn because if some you want to have something where you're reasonably sure, you know, you're 90% confident that you can get it together no mm -hmm. matter what because then if something major goes wrong with one of your others, you, it's not that big of a deal. Absolutely. You only have one that you have to think of plan B. You don't have to have plan C, D, E, F, G, H, I. So yeah. uh, honestly picking them I think is the hardest part for me. Um, okay, so this one, um, I don't know how you're going to feel about this question. Oh, no. Um, well, I just don't know that you're going to have – I think you'll have an answer, but um, who has been your favorite celebrity or guest you have seen or met at a convention? Ooh. This is hard because this you is don't something we haven't like really that, talked about. Right. I don't generally want to meet the celebrities. Right. I'm kind of like a That's... don't meet your heroes type of person because they can only – That's another way that we're very different. Right. Um, so I generally don't want to meet them cause I'm like, and also like I may, you know, like I really love, well, and you don't, this doesn't have to be a meet. This can be like seeing a panel also. Uh, so they, it's either, either that, or there are definitely people that I, Sylvester McCoy is one that I really mm -hmm. liked in his panel. I will say Jonathan Frakes. I, Jonathan Frakes plays Riker. You're giving me a face. It's not a fan of Mirren. So. <laughs> Jonathan, well, I wanted you to verify who <laughs> Jonathan it was. Frakes plays Riker, number two, on Star Trek TNG. And I don't love his character, so I was kind of like, when my brother and I went to a Star Trek panel a couple years ago, and he was on it, I was kind of like, like, I'm not, like, I don't care. But the panel was running late, and they were having trouble loading people. So there were other people that were on the panel, other actors, celebrities that were like, come on. Like, they were kind of, and he came out and sat next to people and was shaking their hands and talking to them. So that, I was like, that was a pretty class yeah. move. So just, like, little things like that usually will make me enjoy a celebrity well just like you know the like when they're like because it's always a bummer when you go to a panel like sometimes we've been to panels and people will like because people and some people do have kind of a hard time differentiating between real life absolutely in the fandom of the show or the movie or whatever so you ask them a, like it's not me because again i wouldn't do this but someone asked them a question mm -hmm. about the show they were on they're like well i don't really keep up with it anymore right. you're like mm, okay fair enough but also like you're here making right. money and there are like, a lot more people like that than i ever imagined right so you know like we won't we won't call anybody no, out right now no, no 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 so like um all of the people from welcome to night vale yeah uh that was what was something i thought of right like my asking. podcast people um they've been awesome i've met them several times mm -hmm. Uh, so really Matt Smith impressed me. We, I didn't meet him, but yeah, <laughs> heavy romantic sigh out of page there. But like I said, at his panel, he like some people asked him some really weird, like personal yeah. requests. It and wasn't he, me. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my page. But, like, he rolled with it really well, and he seemed very professional, and he seemed very And you asked him a question. I forgot about that. Yeah, I did. And yeah, he, you really liked, he talked about a He, he talked, talked about, about science. Poem, right? He t well, he talked about poetry, which I'm a huge literature nerd, and number one, 
I'm a huge science nerd. I'm a chemistry teacher, right. as I said, lifelong scientist. Uh, and he mentioned at one of the conventions we were at that he was into science. So the next convention that we saw him The at, very next weekend. Right. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to ask him who his favorite scientist is. And he's not going to have... Like, I thought it was being she really was, tricky. Yeah. She was trying to get him. <laughs> but he had actually... Like, he named a real scientist. And he, he talked about, like, his a... Work, yeah. Right. So that just really impressed me that, like... Basically, and he, he was really. I remember him being. I have it recorded somewhere, but I remember him being very appreciative of right. your question, like being like, "Oh, right, like he, like which, what this, a neat question." Again, even if he was like, because the people that do cons, like right. you know, I, and like I, like they're getting paid, so like okay, you know, there's only so much they get, but um, you know, they get asked the same question, like, right. "What's your favorite moment from Doctor Who?" Right. or like, An do, "Are there any funny that, stories?" Right. or Who's your, who's a better kisser? You know, like yeah. all of these questions, which like, okay, like, yeah, they're, they're cute. Like, you know, the they're, first they're 300 cute, Right. Times. But like us who have been to, like, uh, we've been to several Matt Smith panels. Cause like, he's one of my calm boyfriends. Like we, you know, we've heard the same question and he's right. heard them a million times. So be, yeah, that's so like, I think they really appreciate it when you ask an original question. Right. Like well, that. I'm always. I'm always appreciative of someone who realizes, like, these are the people who, no matter how weird or socially awkward they are, like, these are the people who are supporting my career. Right. And I would not be here without them. Right. So, like, you can kind of roll with the punches. Again, not that they should put themselves in danger, because there have been times when I'm like, oh, no. Like, I'd like you to meet my very special baby. My very baby special now. baby, yeah. <laughs> like... But, you know, just being, a, because I'm sure it does get taxing on them to answer the same question 300 times, but still being able, like, and recognize, and sometimes it's a kid that's asking. Right. Like, there have been celebrities that we have, in a panel, a kid has asked them a question, and they're like, well, that's only the 400th time I've heard that right. question asked. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but that was a seven-year-old right. you just said that to. Like, that was not a cool thing to do to a seven-year-old. Right. So, um... Really, again, I try to avoid meeting them because I am really harsh on people. Yeah, I have to make and, her. I have to make her meet people once in a while. And well, and also like it's just like probably in real life we don't have much in common. That's why I think it's like easier for me to meet my podcast people because they're a little bit weirder and they're a little bit, you know, they like some of them are right or like musicians that I've met. Mm-hmm. Again, that's not convention, but like when I met Jenny Conley. Uh, another December shout out. That was that's my favorite celebrity I've ever met. That's ever. not part of this it's question. Not, but well, let me just talk about Jenny. No, Conley for a little no, bit. not yeah. Long. Anyway, Jenny Conley's a beautiful, wonderful human being. <laughs> okay, so we had to take a little drink break, um, but we're back Refresh. and we've yeah we've yeah. refilled our glasses. I still have a little bit of natty light and that natter days. <laughs> um. And then we both have a glass of Merlot. Mm-hmm. I don't know the brand. Yeah, I'm we sorry. threw a bottle away. Whoopsie. Merlot, it's red wine. You don't yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> it's bold of you to assume. They're like, that's the whole freaking listen- reason we listen to this podcast is to find out what you're drinking. Yeah, so they can detective. Uh, you can. Where are the detective in? Well, in the second episode, I said I was drinking a wheat based bourbon from Loretta, uh... Kentucky. So if you wanted to do a little Google investigation, describe that Merlot. Try to get people. Uh, yeah, to... I'm gonna do a little sniff here. Oh. <laughs> okay, Hannibal Lecter. It's, uh, <laughs> it tastes like red wine. <laughs> uh, okay. It's a woody. It tastes like red wine. 
It's Woody. Guy. Great. Isn't Great. that a thing for one? Don't know. Okay. Um, who is someone you would still like to meet or see at a convention? Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. And where are they from? You're they gonna... Dan Harmon, he uh, created or co-created Scrubs. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland co-created Rick and Morty. Justin Roiland does all the voices. Dan Harmon writes it. Dan Harmon also does Harmon Quest, which is an RPG. It's not D&D. It's Pathfinder-based web series. Oh my gosh, Spencer Crittenden uh, is the DM. He is so awesome. I think he was like a fan. I mean, you're honestly saying so many I things know. I don't know right now. <laughs> they would be too uh, big just because like Dan Harmon is such... Not only is he a creator of fandom, but he's a fan of fandom. Like mm-hmm. he said, he plays Pathfinder. Uh, so I think it'd be really, really cool to see either of them. Um, they, they're probably at the top of my list. Uh, again, cause I don't like the actors. It's really difficult for me to want to meet. Really hard might, for me not to blurt out my answers. Cause I'm trying to wait till my portion of the yeah, questions. Yeah. I'm going to ask you. But we all least, know what mine is for this one. <laughs> at least, yeah. At least some of these questions. The next episode we do, whatever, it will be 20 questions of you. Even if they're not the same 20 questions. Right. Maybe we'll do the same. Maybe I'll write other ones. We'll see. We'll find out in five minutes. (laughs) So, um, uh, those I think are probably the top of my list. Awesome. Like, especially like kind of realistic ones. Like Stephen King. I have seen Stephen King before. Like Stephen King would be one. There's some, uh, Karen and Georgia from the, uh, we are really big murderinos. Right. We love, uh, there's a ton of podcasts that mm-hmm. I love. Like, That's what actually inspired us to do this right. podcast is my favorite murder and just right. like our so love shout of podcasts. to them. Yep. Thank you ladies. And our love of podcasts yeah. in general. So there's a lot of podcasters I could go into, but yeah. Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon, I think are at the top of my list. Yeah. I think those are good choices. Um, I, I know like, they're, they're especially like you said, realistic ones, mm-hmm. like, you know, there, a lot of I'm really into music. A lot of the mu- like well, one of the Decemberists did come to Dragon Con. Don't what? Why are you? Because I was scared to talk to him. Is yep. that why you're? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Again, speaking of Dragon Con, do you have a favorite year of Dragon Con and why? Uh, no, okay. I don't. I don't because them all equally well it's just like so many like there's fun things well i can be like well last year because we were in a host hotel but then like also oh the first year i went because it was the first year i went and there were so many fewer people like right we the first year i went it wasn't even that long ago i think it was 2012 the first year i went and last year was 2019, and there were almost two times more people. Yeah. It went the first year I went. It doubled. Yeah. 20, I think, like you said, 2012, I think is the first year I went. Uh, 2012 or 2013. 2015 was my first year, so yeah. 2012 would have been yours. 2012, okay. We'll say 2012 because I don't want to do the math. 20, so if math 2012. Is hard. <laughs> math is really hard. Um, so if 2012 was my first, it wasn't 2012 because I graduated grad school in 2012. Shit! It was 2013. <laughs> so. In 2013, when oh, we went, I had a baby in 2015. I should have known better. Oh, we had an app thrumble. <laughs> uh, so 2013 was the first year I went. Um, 
And I think there were 45,000 people there. And last year, which was 2019, this past year, like you said, 85,000 people. Right. So almost doubled in just the years that we've went. So it was a... You sound like Steve Irwin right now. I don't know. Was... <laughs> Crikey, mate. This this convention's almost doubled in size. I'm not kidding. I don't, like, that's the best I got for an Australian it accent, folks. <laughs> Crikey, mate. This convention's almost doubled in size from 2013 to 2019. <laughs> so, like, it was just very different the first few years. The first one, two years that we went, it was very different because it was so much smaller. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have to do as much planning as you have to do now. Like, you could walk into the back of a panel, even a big, big panel. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, if there's a panel you really want to go to, you have to be, like, creeping around that room an hour, two hours, three hours before Mm -hmm. it. So, and the first years we went, like, I went to bed a lot sooner, didn't really go to parties. Like, some, every single year has been amazing. I don't think I could pick one favorite. Awesome. Because every year gets better. Yeah. And I anticipate that it'll keep being that mm-hmm. way and I hope it keeps being that way to where yeah I you know and good things happen bad things like this yeah. past year was our first year staying in a host hotel it was our first year flying it was our mm-hmm. first year going to bunny hutch so like part of me wants to say last year because there were so many like mm-hmm. big iconic things but like you know there were amazing the first year that you went was a great year mm-hmm. because you had been, like you said, that anticipation and that mm-hmm. living vicariously through mm-hmm. us that went. And then, like, get, like it's almost like when you take someone to Disney World for yeah. the first time. Like, um, Adri, when I went to Disney World with my friend Adri, Who's one of my friend's exchange, exchange students for the first mm-hmm. time. And she had never been before and knew she might not ever be back in the States again, let alone Disney and like how excited she was for everything. Like when I take my kids somewhere. Right. Right. Like when you take someone somewhere for the first time and you're sharing something you're so excited and passionate about. I bawled at Disney on ice yesterday. Like bawled like a baby. (laughs) And I'm like, I've seen Mickey Mouse 500 times, but for some reason I'm bawling right now. But I cry when I'm excited. And it's just like, you know, Dragon Con is like, for me, it's the best weekend of the year because It's combining... All the things you love. Ev- right. The people that I love. Mm-hmm. Like, not every person that I love. But, but... mainly me. I mean, <laughs> Jake, you don't care. Right. But, like, you know, my closest friends, my brother, who is one of my closest friends, I just called him an idiot so I can give him that compliment. I might have not put that in, but now, now yeah. you've called him again. <laughs> you've called yourself yeah. out. Now I will just call him an idiot as many times as possible Great. so there's no way you can edit it out. Mm. But, uh... You know, like the people that the people that I love the most, you know, uh, you're in a city that we've come to love and you know, fun foods. Like to you eat said earlier, and, like the, the community. Right. The- and people that you cool, interesting, funny, amazing people that you would never meet, kind, caring people that you would never mm-hmm. meet otherwise. Just it's the best weekend of the year for me and people. Kind this, of, this really leads into my next question. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. How excited are you for Dragon Con 2020? Uh, so excited. Like, <laughs> every year I'm excited. Like, right. I, that's the thing. Like, literally for me, the worst day of the year is the Tuesday yep. after Dragon Con because we're tired. You're tired. <laughs> this past year, I started my period on that day. Oh, no. I'm sorry for you. And Gentlemen. <laughs> that are like, oh, If you're no. a man in 2020 and you just got grossed out by me saying period, like, get the fuck off the internet <laughs> get the fuck off this planet like for real 
<laughs> um, but you know, like it's it's like so. You know, Dragon Con is. I feel like I can be myself more than any other weekend. I'm with, like I said, you're eating delicious food, mm-hmm. you're drinking delicious cocktails, you're with the people that you love the most, or some of the people that you love the most, and you're meeting new and exciting people. It only comes once a year. Right. It's it's just there's it's indescribable. Like. Yep. If you've gone to conventions in your local area and you want You enjoy to, it and you want to do something bigger. Ride, Dragon Con. I yeah. cannot like I agree. it's it's like Dragon it's Con. It's a is different like, world. Right. Dragon Con is like my number one fandom. Yeah. Like right. <laughs> Dragon Con is like a fandom in of itself. Like the people I I cannot describe how awesome right. the the your fellow we, we get there be. and we're literally like chewy we're home right like right like we're like we're here like this feels right like right. and you you <clears throat> even if you went by yourself you would make you never be alone like there's it it's I feel like that's another i feel like we're getting into a whole nother yeah. episode about like <laughs> it's it's i'm very excited okay so th- this leads perfectly into my last and uh my is last question last okay. it is my last one um, so you better get to thinking about mine. Um, oh, your questions. There I was you like, go. I can't think about it if I don't know what the ding, question Ding, ding, ding. Okay. What is one thing you wish people knew about cosplayer conventions? Ooh. Like a final thought. Like this is your final thoughts. Oh, this is a, uh, you, you. I did good, didn't I? You did good on these. Uh, probably. Listen, that... it was all the drinking I did before you got here. <laughs> probably that. It isn't, I don't know, like, I guess that it sometimes for, this isn't for conventions, but for cosplay specifically, that it isn't a sex thing. Oh, absolutely. That it's not. I think a lot of like, people think like, right. they think cosplay, they think furries. is like, or, or like and a they, kink. Yeah, or, they think, they think like furry orgies. Right, or like, like, um, they're called yiff piles. Shit. <laughs> um, I, that was probably like me saying like maids instead of housekeepers. <laughs> Yeah, you've just really offended the furry community. Um, uh, that it's not like a fetish. It's not, uh, you know, it's not. There's nothing sexual about it. Right. It's Even just, if you have a sexy cosplay on. Right. That like, it's not. And that, you know, it's, it's a hobby like any other hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, that again i don't know why maybe because it's that the sports idols have been around longer but you know like my parents a few years ago went to cubs convention and they got you know they waited in the line and got autographs mm-hmm. from all these and nobody batted an eye at that but you know i know some people when you do the same thing you know for someone from Battlestar galactic or whatever they're like well that's weird well why why you know why is that any different than you know or anyone that you admire for whatever reason and you know like you know people think it like oh you're an adult dressing up in a cosplay costume you know that might be weird but again how's you know adults dress up in costumes at halloween every single year and oftentimes they're much much sexier much much more revealing than the costumes yeah and we don't even really dress up like i think that'll probably be a, a thing either but like we don't love dressing up right. on Halloween because, like, <laughs> not anymore, right? Because <laughs> we've ruined Halloween. <laughs> it really has. Like, I love dressing my kids up. It doesn't ruin Halloween. I still love Halloween. I just don't 
love the dress right yeah like the first and part of that's also just being an adult the first couple first couple years i cosplayed like i would try to match up with my kids one of my cosplays and reuse it and i found that it was like underappreciated and i was like yeah if i was at con this wouldn't happen because you know people don't people outside of the community probably don't realize what goes into it yeah you know again it's just like crafting like now that i knit and crochet when i see someone has made a piece i'm like i know exactly how much effort went into every single one of those stitches right i know how much time it took that person and how much frustration it took that person Mm -hmm. so you know even if you don't know what it is or it's not something you would normally like when i see someone who's like crocheted or knitted wearing something that I think is probably hand knit or hand crocheted. Mm -hmm. I generally try to compliment it, even if it's not something I would wear because I know how much work goes into it. Right. And there's, you know, it's that, you know, and it's the same thing. So in, this is tangentially related conventions, but I've got two other friends, not Paige and I, she so, only has two other friends. I have a whole three friends, guys. <laughs> I have a three whole friends. So <laughs> I have two other friends besides Paige, and we have a little kind of crafting business. Oh, yeah. Use this to promote it. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> it's called Flames for Fins. Uh, Flames for Fins <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, but we, we all, (laughs) we all crochet and then I knit and we've, one of us does embroidery and one of us does painting. Uh, so we all do, and we'll go to conventions and we price our stuff pretty cheap and people are like, Oh, you know, they don't always realize like, you know, okay, I may be asking $15 for this plushie, but I have $5 of materials in it and it took me. 20 hours to do it. So I'm paying myself not even a dollar an hour. So, but we like it and it's a way to, you know. It's something you like doing and and you get get to go to conventions. Well, there's only so many, as a 33-year-old woman, there's who would eventually like to... (laughs) Yeah, throw it out there. Throw it out the universe. (laughs) Manifest it. You know, I would prefer not to die alone. I guess is what I'm getting at. There's only so many plushies I can have in my bedroom <laughs> before all gentlemen That's are... That's right, guys. Her bed is piled with plushies. <laughs> yeah, if you're a dude who's way into plushies... Slide into her DMs. <laughs> Slide in my DMs. Not I'm... into the cosplaying cocktails because I don't want to see it. <laughs> but, you know, like... So there might be a cute... Like, a cute job of the Hut plushie that I want to crochet... Mm-hmm. But, or you get an idea for something. It's kind of like cosplays that you, oh, I've got this idea, but like, I don't think it'll work for me. It's a way that you can do it for, um, other people. So people, but people don't always appreciate the work that goes into it. So, uh, I wish that people knew a, like I said, number one, that it's not a sex thing. It's not a fetish. Not anywhere close. And that it's not like. Again, this will go... We'll do a whole episode on cosplay is not consent. Right. But... I, I have it, it my... It's... Place. If you see... If you're in... If you're not part of the community. community and you want 
Like, if you want to take a picture of someone. Or even just ask what somebody is. Right. Just ask. Don't No one will take, be offended. Right. Like, and like I said, we that's why we do it. That's, yeah. Or at least part of the reason why we yeah. do it. Like, there's no better compliment to me. We we count sometimes how many right. pictures there's we no get better, asked for. There's no better compliment mm-hmm. to me. Nothing will make me happier at a convention than someone coming up and saying, Oh my God, can I take a picture? Can mm-hmm. I get a picture with you? Mm-hmm. Um... You know, sometimes since I have anxiety, I'm a little bit worried that they're like posting me like www.worstcosplays.net <laughs> or whatever, or like, look at this idiot. But, you know, don't just take, because we'll see you probably if you're trying to take a sneaky we picture. We will see you. And we would rather you ask so we can like pose for it and you get a good picture of what we worked so hard on. Yeah, so like some side boob or something. Right, then you taking like a sneaky and like we're eating a churro or something. <laughs> So, number one, that it's not a sex thing. Number two, that you should ask for permission. And number three, that a lot of work does go in it. And we're, like, so don't... So don't be a jerk. Right, so don't be a jerk. Like, not that anyone listening... If you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously an amazing, beautiful, wonderful, kind... And we love you so much. ...sexy human being. Unless you're, like, my parents, in which case that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... Your mom hasn't had time to listen to the podcast That's true, she's way too busy. And dad (laughs) won't listen to it because it's not on YouTube. It doesn't have tractors yet. Uh, no tractors. Um, so... Yeah, just that it's a normal hobby like anything else, and feel free to ask about it. It's not like a weird sex thing. It's a normal thing to do. And don't be a jerk. Okay, guys, this has been just a lot of fun. I'm really excited to do part two with my questions. Yeah, episode, are we going to do it as a separate episode? Yeah, probably? we'll do it as a separate So episode four. Oh, um, we have so many episodes What's episode now? four of the Star Wars movies? That's The Phantom Menace. Oh. No, no. Oh, no! It's the very first one because they go in weird order. Episode I'm a, one's cl- I'm a classic. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're a first. terrible prequel. <laughs> what? No. Well, if I'm episode, if I'd be episode three, you're a terrible I'm, prequel. No, no, no. I'm uh, you and McGregor with a beard. I will take that. <laughs> Say hello no, there. No rat tail. Yeah, beard. I will be. I will be. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, just for how attractive Ewan McGregor looks in Listen, that Listen, I don't care which one I am. I'm just glad you <laughs> messed him up. Yeah, well, I fixed it. Okay. Um, We've so, had Chardonnay and Merlot, and you've had Natterdays at this yeah, point. So. It's a good night. Um, so, guys, we're having a lot of fun with this. and um, Hopefully our, you are, too. Yeah. Thanks uh, for listening. Yeah, thank you. We, uh, so far, our first, um, when we are, we are recording this, our first podcast is live now, like episode one, and uh, we've had several listeners, and I'm really excited about and that. Nice we, comments, right, thank you nice. guys. Nobody yeah. said anything mean yet. Yes, thank you so but much. For, I'm hoping we'll get famous enough that people start saying mean things. <laughs> but then I'm the only one that ever sees it. <laughs> right, right. That's that would be ideal. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, everybody has been so sweet, and we love all your uh, reviews. Um, and ratings and all that jazz. So we're super excited. Um, if you want to check us out on the social media, we are at face on Facebook and on Instagram at, at cosplay and cocktails pod. Um, and then if, uh, you ever have any ideas, sorry, Jesse, if you ever have any ideas for future episodes, for topics you'd like to hear us talk about, um, for any listener questions, if you are a cosplayer yourself and you have any, um, yeah, if you send us something, we'll put it on social media, unless it's like, don't send us your genitals. 
Oh no, please don't. <laughs> um, yeah, we we would love to if you have funny um, stories, stories from con or like horror stories from cosplays or just want to share um, your photos of your favorite cosplay with us. We would love to share right. that. If you um, want to answer the twenty questions that I just answered, yeah, go for it. We might we might read out some um, funny answers on on the podcast right. sometimes. So um, Jesse's gonna tell us that email right now. The email, which this I will see. I don't see any of our other social media, so be kind because I'm a delicate flower. Cosplay and cocktails pod pod at gmail.com. So that's cosplay and cocktails pod, all lowercase, at gmail.com. Uh, it will say my name when you pop it up because I set it up on my phone. So <laughs> important information. Okay, guys, are we done? I think we're done. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.